0: Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Welcome back, beauties. Brand new year, new city. I'm in Los Angeles where I now live, which I am still very much getting used to, but I'm so excited to be back on the mic and talking to you all about creating the ideal beauty routine that works for you and your lifestyle. A lot of people don't like New Year's. They don't like New Year's resolutions, which I understand it can be a lot of pressure to put under yourself. But I do think that the New Year is a good time to reflect, but it's also a great time to manifest what you want for yourself and what you want for your future. I just shared an article. I was just featured in Pop Sugar and the headline was how Brooke Devard Ozidenly created one of the most popular beauty podcasts. And just seeing that headline kind of took me to this place of like, wow, I could have never imagined when I started that I would see a headline like that. And not everyone wants to start a podcast. Maybe you want to get really fit this year, or maybe you want to learn how to cook something really complicated, or you want to start a new business. Do you think it's really important to envision what you want for the future? That being said, you always have to couple what you manifest with an action plan. There's this wonderful African proverb that I think about all the time. And the proverb is when you pray, move your feet, meaning you can think about it and think about it, but you also have to take steps and forward motions to make that prayer come to life, which brings me to the topic of today's episode. It's all about internal work. Skin care, hair care, self-care. These are all very valid things that are worthy of intense focus. They're not just like these superficial things, which is why I'm excited to talk to you all about this because some people think that wanting to have clear skin is like a vapid resolution. But It's not if it's what you want. And in that process of having the best skin of your life, you're going to learn a lot about your skin, about your body chemistry, about science, the impacts of environmental damage, the impacts of sleep and stress on skin. And it's not even selfish to focus on skincare because in that focus, I really do believe that you become more conscious about the world around you. So, wherever you stand on resolutions, maybe you're more on this like new year, say me wave, or maybe you're like, you know what? There are some things that I do want to kick into higher gear this year. So, I'm going to take this new year, new you approach. And one of the best ways to do that is to create a beauty routine that works for you. This does not have to be a specific resolution. This is just something that is going to help elevate everything by creating a routine that works for you. And the routine that works for me may not be the routine that works for you, but we're going to go through some simple questions and steps to arrive at what that perfect routine is for you. All right, beauties, are we ready? These are questions you're gonna ask yourself, get a notepad out or even your notes app, or you can just mentally take note of these questions in your mind. The first question I want you to ask yourself is how much time do I have to dedicate to getting ready in the morning? The second question I want you to ask from now until April, because I think in the summer, your shower situation changes. But the question you want to answer is in the next couple of months, next four or five months, am I going to shower in the morning or at night? And people have preferences either way, but whatever your answer is, I want you to try to stick to it. That's going to be very important for keeping your beauty schedule. Okay. This next one is a big one. I could do a whole episode about getting ready for bed. How much before bedtime do I want to start winding down? It always takes a lot longer than you think we're going to use this to set a realistic bedtime but let's say you want to be in bed by 10 30 p.m sometimes you need to start winding down an hour and a half before that and i'll get into details later the next thing i want you to ask is what is my hydrating beverage of choice during the day and what is my beverage of choice in the evening am I going to have wine? Is that something that I want to enjoy in the evening? And if so, how much? Do I want to drink tea? Maybe you're not into ingesting alcohol. Maybe you like more herbal recreational supplements. We're going to come back to that, but just figure out your level of consumption there. I think that's helpful. The other thing I want you to ask, am I working out in which days am I working out? Another thing. Now, this one Let me tell you how much you can buy gua sha's and new faces and all of these facial devices. But unless you have set time to use it, you will not use them. So, I want you to also outline what tools am I using, if any. Maybe you have a microcurrent device, an LED mask, whatever it is. Write down what tools you're using and how often you want to use them. What face masks am I doing? Maybe you want to do one hydrating face mask a week, for example, in the winter. What hair masks am I doing, and how often do I want to do them? Now, luckily for food this month, I haven't had to think about it a lot because I've been doing Sakara life and this is not an ad for them. I mean, they, they did generously gift me the Sakara 30 day reset program. I did it last year. I do have a code, Brooke X Sakara. I'll put it in the show notes. It's just easy to have healthy food ready and available on demand. Sometimes I'll cook here and there on top of it. I haven't had to think about food as part of my schedule. That's a whole other thing, like food planning, meal prep, making sure you're eating well because obviously your skin's better when you're eating well. But I haven't had to go too deep down that rabbit hole. So we're going to put feeding ourselves nutrition to the side for now. I have answered all of these questions and I actually really needed to do this exercise because when you move, it's like your whole routine is out of whack. And I think for a lot of us coming out of the pandemic and working from home and some of us have hybrid work models, it's hard to like nail down what your schedule is. And every single person who's ever done a move, even if they just like move down the street, they tell me it takes a lot of time. Moving from New York to LA, it's a whole different time zone. I also moved to London after college. The amount of work I had to do to get settled in London was unreal. And just even getting a bank account in London, I still have a NatWest account with a pin I can't enter. It's a whole long thing. UK listeners, you you understand the pin and chip banking situation. It's It's a struggle. And just very quickly on the topic of banking and all that stuff, there's also all of this life admin you have to do. As you get older, as you become an adult, there are things that you have to do. Doctor's appointments you have to make things you have to organize. It's just, there's a lot of life that comes at you. And I just find that having a beauty routine and a plan is the number one thing that is going to With real hands on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, These are my answers for the questions I asked you at the top of this episode. In the morning, how much time do I have to dedicate to getting ready? My answer, I only have 20 minutes to dedicate to getting ready. And I like to sleep. Life in LA starts disgustingly early. Like people very casually wake up at 5 a.m., I have a toddler. I am not waking up before him and starting my day. Love that for people that can. And maybe in time I can be one of those wake up with the sun people. It's just not in the cards for me right now. So one of the biggest keys for me to create an easy morning routine is setting a realistic goal for myself. Now I do have to bring him into a school situation a few days a week, meaning I have very limited time to get ready. That also means, to my second question, I shower at night, except for the days that I'm working out and then I do kind of like a mid-morning shower. But I shower at night so that I can use the 20 minutes in the morning to just focus on my skincare routine and getting out of the door. So, so to drill down deeper here, You have this specific amount of time to feel good and get ready to take on the day. Now, if you're working from home, that may mean pulling your hair together or tying on a nice scarf or doing skincare and a Zoom-appropriate top. I do that all the time. But I have also found that when you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror, even if you're working from home and no one's seeing you, you want to feel good. You want to have that self-confidence in your look, even if you're not leaving home. So I do think being pulled together really helps. So when you look at your morning skincare routine, are you washing your face or are you doing a bit of mistler water? Now, I personally do not believe you have to wash your face every single morning if you've washed your face thoroughly the night before. But if you are using any actives, any actives at all, any leave-on exfoliating treatment, any retinol, any AHAs, I really, really would encourage you to do a full cleanse in the morning because if that is still sitting on your skin and then you go out into the sun, that is going to really damage your skin. If I've done no actives the night before, I'll do mistler water and I'm using one from Fortuna Skin right now that I really like. If I'm doing a cleanser, I'm using the Dr. Barbara Sturm Foaming Face Wash and I'm also using the Paula's Choice Calm Face Wash. Both of them are great for sensitive skin, not any actives in them. They're just nice, hydrating, good face washes. So you need a good cleanser. And then if you do nothing else, you just need a good sunscreen for during the day. I find that I'm reaching for the Super Goop Daily Face Lotion. It's in a little circular bottle and that makes my skin feel great. It's moisturizing, it's hydrating, and it has that sun protection in it. Bolden, which is a fabulous black owned company, has a great SPF with vitamin C. These are both chemical SPFs, so there's no zinc in it. You don't have to worry about white cast or any of that. It's great. I think it's called their Brightening SPF. It's an SPF 30. I really like that. Any products where you can get a good two-for-one meeting a sunscreen that has vitamin C in it, that's going to help you save time. And speaking of two-for-one products, Paula's Choice Vitamin C Eye Cream. I feel like I've been talking about this for a long time on social media. I think it is one of the best new products from Paula's Choice. It is so hard to get vitamin C near your eyes, but as you all know, vitamin C helps so much with free radical damage to the skin. It helps protect your skin from environmental stressors. Vitamin C is great to incorporate into your skincare routine. You can do it as a serum, but I really like the vitamin C eye cream from Paula's Choice. They also have a vitamin C moisturizer if you want to use that for nighttime, but a good eye cream with vitamin C, a good sunscreen, and a good cleanser, that's really all you need. So those are the essentials, cleanser, sunscreen, that's it. But I do use serums and one of the serums that I'm using right now, it's a new hyaluronic serum from Shiseido, which as you all know, it's a Japanese company. And I just find that Shiseido has very interesting, innovative technology. And I haven't tried a hyaluronic serum quite like this. I think it's some sort of proprietary blend that they have. A friend of mine who works at Shiseido sent it to me to try and I have been extremely impressed. There's a night version and a day version. And these are skin filler serums. So they actually work to basically plump fine lines in the skin, make your skin look more youthful. I would put this in the anti-aging category for my girls under 30. I don't know if you need a product like this, or maybe you do. Maybe you have fine lines. I don't know. But I do think that this makes my skin look really plump and juicy and hydrated. And it looks good under sunscreen too. So even if I'm doing no makeup, if I'm just doing... The nice plumping serum and the sunscreen and a little bit of lip gloss, I feel good. So, this very small handful of products that I just talked you through, all of it lives on a little tray by my sink. I invested in these Tavernine trays from CB2. They're just like beautiful stone trays, little square trays. And I use them to house my skincare because when the products are there and laid out in the morning in the specific order, right? So I actually line them up in order, the cleanser, the serum, the sunscreen, the lip balm, it's there, I can visually see it. I know that I go through each step and I don't waste time in the morning rifling through drawers and bottles and trying to figure out what I need. Sometimes I will forget eye cream because I can't find it and I'm rushing to get out the door to get my son to school. So I do find that presenting your four, five, three, two steps that you're going to do in the morning in a nice tray is a game changer. In the mornings, I focus on speed and efficiency, and it's all about getting the most for the least amount of effort. And if it's a day that I'm wearing makeup, if I want to do like a very, very light makeup look, I will do concealer. And right now I'm rotating between the Kosas Creamy Concealer, which, you know, I've used for years and years and years, and I think it looks amazing every single day. And Hourglass has a concealer that I think it lasts longer than the Kosas Creamy Concealer. The Kosas is so creamy and hydrating that I feel like it doesn't last that long. You can set it with powder, but sometimes I don't want to go through all of that. So the Hourglass one lasts a little bit longer, even though I don't like it quite as much. I do a little bit of blush, usually a cream blush say s-a-i-e has an incredible cream blush you just do like a little dot on each cheek you blend it it looks really good say is also formulated in a way that's good for your skin and then you already know the lip oil that i use it's that Ami Kole lip oil Ami Kole is at sephora now by the way which congratulations to my girl giada She is just out here living her dream but that's it And guess what? I've been skipping mascara a lot. And you know why I've been skipping mascara? One, I have baby lashes. I have tiny lashes. It is what it is. Mascara makes them like a tiny bit more apparent, but it also just makes it so much easier to take your makeup off at night when you're just wiping off like concealer and blush and some lip gloss versus like really getting in there and like trying to like wipe off a waterproof mascara. Makeup is something that I don't feel I need to do every day, but I do do it on many days because it just makes me feel great. And I feel like I'm enhancing my features. If makeup is not part of your morning routine, skip it. If it is part of your morning routine, again, I want you to lay out those products or put them in a little tiny bag, like a little makeup bag, a pouch with all of your daily essentials and just have it ready to go. So you're not rifling through things, trying to figure out where your highlighter is. The next question, the big question, how much time before bed do you need to start winding down? Now, let me tell you why this is so underestimated. Again, if you say to yourself, I want my bedtime to be 1030 and you know, it takes you 90 minutes. You need time to shower, do your skincare routine, have your tea. Remember I said, what beverages do you want to have at night? Maybe you have some wine. Also for me, I need critical alone time on my phone. For all of my parents listening to this, to all of my moms listening to this, I know you feel me, but like people hate time on the phone, right? It's not very popular to say like, spend time on your phone, right? Everyone's trying to get away from being on their phone, read books, be outside. That's great. For me, speaking honestly to you all, my dear Naked Beauty community, I personally enjoy a scroll on Reels, on TikTok, on Reddit, on Pinterest. I like being on my phone. It's not realistic for me to think I'm just like not going to be on my phone, but I actually need to schedule in that 40 minute scroll that I'm going to do. I need to schedule that as part of my wind down routine. And again, to that question of like, maybe that's like when you drink your tea And that's a really nice moment for you. Maybe you're doing your LED mask while you're scrolling. I don't do those like full LED mask things. Can you look at a phone while you have those on? I'm not sure. But maybe you're doing your moisturizing mask. I'm using the topicals like butter moisturizing mask all the time here in LA because my skin is getting so dry here. So I make it a moment, I put on that mask, I have my tea, and I know this is my 40 minutes of me time on my phone. I don't want my husband to ask me anything. I don't want anyone to ask me anything. Sometimes I put my big Air Max Pro, like those big headphones on, just to make it very clear that I am in do not disturb mode. But again, if you know you need these 90 minutes, that means that by 9 p.m., you have to shut everything else down, meaning dinner is over, the kitchen is cleaned, and maybe you've already laid out your clothes for the next day, at 9 p.m., you're gonna set an alarm that says to start winding down and you have an hour and a half to do whatever you need to do before bed. Maybe you're going to light candles in your bathroom, by your bedside, you're going to turn on soothing music, maybe you're gonna listen to me, maybe you're gonna listen to a podcast. You know you have that time, but I want you to set that alarm to let yourself know, okay, it's time to like wrap up the evening and start winding down for the night. And maybe you need more than 90 minutes. Maybe you need two and a half hours to start winding down. You know this best and try and experiment with different timings, but you need to really start setting, not just a bedtime, you need to start setting a winding down time, working backwards from your bedtime. And I really am a big advocate for that solo time to do whatever you want online, whether that's online shopping, watching videos, mood boarding, whatever you want to do. Don't feel guilty about it. I feel like there's this huge wave and trend. Of, I, I mean, I see so many people talking about digital detoxes, and maybe it's because You guys know where I work. I've worked in social media and digital marketing. I mean, I've worked in and around the internet pretty much for my entire career. So I've just always been one of those people that thinks that the internet and social media and technology adds more to my life than takes away. But I also overdo it sometimes. And I do find that when I'm not strict with myself and I get into that like doom scrolling spiral, that does not feel good. So when I actually allow myself the time to do it, then it's like guilt-free. Okay, I have this time on my phone. So if the morning is focusing on speed and efficiency, the evening is when I focus on luxuriating and like the sensual experience of skincare. We need a whole other episode to get into my nighttime skincare routine, but whatever you like to do, focus on cleansing the day away and then any treatments you want to do at night. So whether that's retinol or reducing scarring with like hyperpigmentation treatments I'm currently using the tried and true topicals faded. I also have a hydroquinone subscription, which I go on and off with. I think hydroquinone, it's been proven, scientifically proven. You can ask any dermatologist, anyone who is an expert on skin, they will tell you that hydroquinone is the most proven effective way to reduce dark marks, but you cannot use it continuously. You have to use it for a very set amount of time. And sometimes I just Get a little bit scared. So, right now I'm using the topicals faded and I have just a few small acne marks that I'm trying to get rid of. I do a nice body oil, I do a body butter. Back to the beverages for a moment. I do try to front load all of the beverages that I want to drink into the first part of the day because I find that when I wait until like too late in the day, it's like I'm playing catch up and then like you wake up and you have to go to the bathroom. If I say, okay, I'm going to drink eight glasses of water during the day and a kombucha and like iced tea that's like the beverages i'm going to drink during the day i try to actually do all of that before 6 p.m ideally so then anything i drink later is just a bonus the other thing that i am addicted to please dm me immediately if you share this addiction with me I'm addicted to sparkling water. It's like something that I've like come to realize and it's like a little bit scary, but I have these intense cravings for sparkling water. Like nothing else will do. Like I just need to have sparkling water and I have maybe like four or five sparkling waters a day. I did, There's just something about the bubbles in the sparkling water that just, just really does something for me. Can sparkling water be addictive? I haven't researched it. Please let me know. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, I wanna touch on those last four questions before we wrap up this episode. But again, that question about which days am I working out and which times, just set them and stick to them. Even if you're working out at home, even if your workout is just going for a walk, just set them, have them in your schedule. Everything is better when you have it scheduled. Nothing is going to magically appear. I never magically find myself at the gym like, oh my gosh, here I am working out. No, I need to schedule it. Now, if you have the luxury of hiring a trainer, Even better. That was my biggest splurge of 2022. I spent a ton of money working with my amazing trainer, Lucy. I got so into strength training. My body has completely transformed from it, but it was very expensive. It was a cost that I was willing to invest in. I do not have a trainer here in LA and I am still trying to figure out what my workout schedule is, but just figure out what your days are. Maybe it's just once a week and then you're going to build up, but you do need to have that scheduled. That other thing about what tools am I using? Now, you guys know I love my microcurrent devices. I also love my Gua shas. I don't use them unless I force myself to use them. Again, it doesn't magically happen. Sometimes my new face is not charged. It also has this really cool like, led red light therapy thing which has been proven to improve skin tone and texture and elasticity and i really want to be more regular about that in 2023 so i am committing to doing my led red light therapy on monday wednesday and friday nights so i know that as part of my wind dine routine when i'm watching something or just hanging out at home i do my red light therapy If you want to do gua sha every single morning, maybe you say, okay, Mondays at the start of the week, that's when I'm going to do my gua sha and decompress and relax. But just set it because you're not going to use these things unless you have an intention behind it. All right. Last two, what face masks am I using? I recently had the opportunity to get a beautiful facial at Biologique Recherche. They sent me, they said, okay, we're going to arrange it for you. We're going to set you up with someone I still have to edit a video doing a recap of it. Anyway, it was fabulous. It was great. And I got a beautiful oxygen face mask. And I swear using it, it's like the same results as going to a fancy spa. And I think it's easy to forget how effective face masks can be. It's just like this nice little treatment that sits on your face for 20 minutes. But again, you have to schedule the intention around doing face masks. If you are dealing with oily skin or acne-prone skin, I do think clay masks are wonderful, Rayel Beauty, which, you know, I've talked to the founder of Rayel, and it's a Korean skincare company. They have a great clay face mask that you can get pretty much anywhere on their site, on Target. I think that's really wonderful. It does reduce the appearance of pores, if that's something that you were concerned with. For me, I'm most concerned with two things when it comes to face masks, hydration and brightening and just kind of revitalizing skin tone. So I'm doing this resurfacing face mask from Ranavat, which is a saffron resurfacing face mask, and I'm doing different hydrating face masks. I mentioned the topicals like butter face mask, which is great and very cost-effective, Tata Harper has a beautiful floral hydrating face mask. If you're finding it hard to fit face masks in, put your face mask on before you get into the shower, shower, wash your whole body, and then just rinse off your face mask in the shower. But I do wanna say, be very careful about the heat, the temperature of your water in the shower. If your water is too, too hot, it's going to damage your skin. Your skin does not like very hot water. You want to have more kind of lukewarm slash cool water when you're washing your face. So if you are going to rinse off your face mask in the shower, make sure to turn that temperature down just a little bit. And then last but not least, hair masks. I'm like so into like scalp health and hair health. Like 2023, we're going to talk about hair more. I hope you all are ready to talk about hair more and hair health. I've had a great sew-in. I've loved this sew-in. I used a beautiful hair from True and Pure Textures. Fabulous company. Black-owned company. I have a code there as well, Brook 10 I have this kind of natural, kinky, straight, Amazing sew-in that my hairstylist in New York did for me. It blends really well with my own hair when it's pressed out, and then when it's not pressed, I can kind of brush it down. It's been a great protective style, but I'm taking this out tomorrow, and I'm going to be rocking my own hair for a bit, and then I'm going to do braids again because again, I don't have a lot of time to do my hair. But I have like two or three weeks ahead of me of just doing hair treatments, and I love hair masks. I think they can be so, so good for the health of your hair. And you don't need to put them in for that long. I used to like sleep in hair masks. It's just, it's too much. It's not necessary. So many hairstylists have told me you don't need to sleep overnight in a hair mask. It's like rate of diminishing return. If you're familiar with that theory from economics, you only need like a good 20 minutes in a hair mask. But Hair masks are a wonderful thing to add to your weekly, monthly beauty routine. But again, just schedule it. So if you're like, you know what? Every other Sunday, I'm going to do a hair mask. Put that on the calendar. Remember my creating a beauty calendar episode? I love that episode. So there it is. just some thought starters for you all to think about creating really intentional beauty routines this year. Lay out your products in a nice visual way by your sink so they're easily accessible. Get those very few core AM skincare products down and have them readily available and be realistic with yourself about the time that you have, your lifestyle. Are you a makeup girl? Are you not? Do you have your makeup kit ready for yourself in the morning? What do you need to feel great? And then what are the non-negotiables? For me, the non-negotiables are I am Always going to wash my face every single night. That is a non negotiable. The same way I brush my teeth, I'm washing my face. My other non negotiable is I'm always going to wrap my hair every single night. The bonnet, the silk scarf, they're all by my bedside. That is just like an every single night thing that is going to happen in the morning, in the daytime, every single day. I am always going to wear sunscreen. I'm in California. It's sunny every single day. Even if you're inside, it's sunny. Sunscreen, is my everyday. I don't have to wear concealer every day. And also most days I'm like not even wearing mascara anymore as I shared with you all. Sunscreen is like my daily must have. The other thing that I really want you to take away from this episode is figuring out a realistic bedtime and then working your way back to that wind down time that you're gonna set for yourself, honoring that time, enjoying that time, making that really wonderful time for yourself to have that self-care, to do what you need to do and just to get into that right mindset for sleep. I think I need to do another episode all about creating the perfect night routine. And I'm also going to keep you all updated because I'm trying to go to bed earlier in the new year and it's hard. I've been doing the wind down routine and really setting that time and it is working. I'm finding that if I start winding down at 9 p.m., I am able to get into bed at a reasonable time, closest to 10.30. It's usually closer to 11 if I'm being completely honest, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's all a work in progress. Thank you all so much for listening. I am so excited for this year of Naked Beauty, and I'm very excited to just build on what we've been doing for these past, wow, five, six years that I've been on this podcast, Mike, talking to you all about beauty. I'm going to have incredible guests this year, really interesting conversations, and I hope you all are just walking into this new year with renewed energy and grace. All right, talk to you next week.